This episode is brought to you by Catan. This summer looks a bit different than most summers. We're staying at home for the most part, and we're finding ourselves looking for new activities to enjoy at home. Catan is a board game for three to four players, ages 10 and up, although younger kids can play with adult guidance. It is a great way to keep families engaged in off screens, even if it's just for a little while. And those opportunities are hard to come by. And it's really easy to pick up. Get Catan at catanshop.com slash mom. Listeners of our podcast get 10% off the original base game Catan by using the promo code mom at checkout. Offer not good on other Catan titles or merchandise. Xfinity XFi is more than just fast. It's internet that gives you peace of mind security. Because if it's connected, it's protected. Yeah, even your robot vacuum. Can your internet do that? Learn more at Xfinity.com slash XFi. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I've Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. So before we get into the topic of this Monday mini, I, I have an update, a fun update that I want to share. Okay. So last night, my mom called me on Google Duo. Um, and my mom is not a very technical person. And apparently it took her like 30 minutes of consulting with people to to do it. And it was great. We got to see each other. And she was kind of just had her phone set on her lap. And she said that she's been doing this to uh, communicate with her family. But she hates it because she thinks that her her she looks very bad. And I I told her, well, you know, mom, I'll share a trick with you. If you hold the camera like up and you get this angle that it's going to be better. And she acted like I gave her the the most amazing discovery of all time. She was delighted. She kept thanking me. <laughs> she was like oh, in awe. <laughs> and I felt it was so sweet. It was so sweet. <laughs> there, you can't really pay a good price to get good angles. She was like, T- calling people in the house like you will never believe what Annie just showed me I can't wait to tell you that's adorable did you also tell her there are filters so she could just hide her face if she wanted to see I actually don't know how to use the filters but I'm gonna figure what? that out I'm gonna figure oh. that out today and I'm gonna send her a message because she didn't know what I was talking about she couldn't envision it and I was like oh yeah you can yeah. do all this stuff all um, you do is if you, I think you have to record message. Just record the message and like over to the side, you'll see like faces and you just click on it and it has all the different options. My favorite is the fish face. Yes, you've sent me that one before. I like that one a lot. You can <laughs> frown. It's really hard trying to frown as a fish, but it's really fun. Okay. All right. I'm going to do that after this because I, I promised her I would send her a message today with a filter on it because it was, it. it was so fun to see her so delighted. <laughs> <laughs> You can also be a cat. The cat one is fun because the little paws at the bottom mm. come okay. up. It's kind of adorable. All right. Oh, I, I, maybe I'll send her multiple messages. You should really. because they've got new filters. You're going to be a robot. I mean, all these things. I'm going to make her day. I'm going to make her day again. <laughs> um, but okay, that was just something I wanted to share. I Today, we are talking about some gender differences that have come up, been covered a lot in articles during this pandemic. Um, of course, even during a pandemic, we can't escape these gender differences. <laughs> um, I did want to throw in here, we're not really going to talk about this too much, but the Académie Française, 
uh, and these are the guardians of the French language, have officially ruled that COVID-19 is feminine, despite the fact that the word coronavirus is masculine. Hmm. And they've told people to stop using the masculine article for COVID-19. And in case you're wondering, yes, it is a bunch of old white men in weird robes with swords, because obviously they have to protect the language right. at all costs. As well as, you know, make sure they, they know the downfall of man was women. Yes, exactly. Or female, rather, was female. Yes. <laughs> so, let's go on. A recent survey of almost 2,500 people found American men less likely to wear masks, and we did talk about this before, because they think it makes them look weak, quote, shameful, quote, not cool. Um, <laughs> President Trump is a great example in the constant berating and, I guess, poking at Joe Biden for wearing yeah. his, which that is the least of my complaint about Joe Biden, just to put that there. <laughs> um, and this gap disappeared when mask wearing was made mandatory. Yeah, so if it's a choice, then it's shameful, not cool, I'm not going to wear it. But if it's mandatory, okay, I'll wear it. They still are protesting, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even if they are mandated and definitely don't like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and And... You all probably know this, but recent studies have proven that mask wearing is effective. One even found that if 80% of people in the U.S. wore masks when going out, cases would drop to one-twelfth the current rate of infection. So that's pretty huge. Intersectional side, um, there is definitely the, the intersection of Black people and Asian people being more harassed or more likely to be harassed for wearing masks outside. Um, there's also... The whole argument about Muslim women in France not being allowed to wear face veils, but face masks are required, but they still aren't allowed to wear face veils. Mm. So there's that. Uh, The same study found that men are less likely to believe that they'll be impacted by the virus. And I know we talked about this a little bit, Samantha, but in my anecdotal observance, which doesn't mean only in my experience, a lot of my male friends are definitely a lot more like, if I get it, I get it. Right. And I keep trying to be like, sure. But then if you get it and other people get it. Uh, <laughs> right. Like, it's not just about you, buddy. Um, men are less likely to observe social distancing. Women are twice as likely in general. And some studies suggest that men wash their hands less often. Right. I mean, that was a conversation, I think, when it, uh, the CDC came out with, please wash your hands, please wash your hands. And then the men complaining and everybody, a lot of women and females were like, were you not washing your hands? I know. I had that exact thought. I was like, <laughs> wait, how many people haven't been washing their hands? <laughs> right. <laughs> you're like, wait, why is this so bothersome? Why are you so... Sh- that? That shouldn't be that difficult. Yeah. Another episode, I guess, maybe. Hygiene? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and the sad truth is men are actually more likely to be impacted. We know this. It kills more men than women. Spain, Italy, and Germany all have reported that around 60% of the deaths were men. A study published in February by the CDC found that though the infection rate was about the same, men died at a higher rate, almost double. It's yeah. a big number. Um, mm-hmm. States that report death rate by gender, like New York, have found the same thing. Similar numbers were found in the 1918 flu pandemic and in the MERS and SARS outbreaks. Women in general tend to have more robust immune systems, probably because of pregnancy. 
Yeah. You know. Well, that's definitely a factor. Uh, experts aren't sure if this is hormonal um, and differences in the immune system response or due to behaviors like not wearing a mask and not social distancing or probably a little bit, bit of both. Current trials are looking into the effectiveness of hormone patches when it comes to COVID-19 symptoms. Another theory goes that the increased deadliness in men might be because more men smoke than women. And beyond compromising your immune system and your lungs, that also increases your contact with your face. The number in China is 54% of men smoke compared to about 3% of women, which is massive. Um, That number is not nearly as there's not nearly as big a gap in the U.S., but there's still a gap. More men smoke than women. Uh, Women are also likelier to take better care of themselves in general. Right. And at the same time, men are less likely to seek help until the situation is more dire and more likely to have underlying conditions. Uh, Dr. Deborah Burks even spoke to this, advising all men with symptoms to get tested. Yeah, she get tested. made like a statement in a <laughs> like press conference. She said, men, if you've got symptoms, go get tested. For the love of all that is good, just go get tested. Um, if it's available, that's the conversation. Yep, true. Um, and deaths are still being underreported. So we don't even have the full picture. Um, research is ongoing. And a lot of things on, are going on here. I know there's some conflict about the number that's out now um, yeah. being inaccurate and needing a recount. And just that conversation with, with California about how early was the first case? Was it yeah. exactly what it, they said it was or was it actually before then? Yeah, so are these... Numbers are changing constantly. And just the way people document their numbers across the world is kind of different. So as always, know those caveats when you see these eye-catching headlines. Um, But it definitely seems like something is going on here. Um, And I I was thinking about this, and I wonder if it could be expanded in all those articles about how it appears that female world leaders are doing a better job handling COVID-19. If you look at Jacinda Ardern of New Zealand, Angela Merkel, Germany, Taiwan, Norway, um, which is a very small sample size. I know we talk about it in an upcoming episode, or perhaps that episode's already come out. Time is weird. Um, <laughs> Time doesn't it exist. Is, it doesn't. It doesn't. But it is interesting to to consider that maybe some of this that we're talking about here could also be expanded out into women leaders. Right. That's kind of the overall what is going on in these gender differences in our pandemic. If we missed anything, please let us know. If you think we should expand this out into a whole episode, please let us know. Our email is stuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I never told you. Thanks as always to our super producers, Andrew Howard and JJ Posway. You guys rock. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Paper Ghosts is a true crime podcast that investigates the search for the person responsible for the abductions of four missing girls in neighboring New England towns. For more than 50 years, each case has remained unsolved. Every day is like being lost in limbo. I pray every day that we find Lisa so we can go on. It wasn't until this past year that things took an unexpected turn, a breakthrough. 
answers to decades-old questions and witnesses finally ready to talk. I know that that's the person that was there. I can describe what he's wearing. I can smell him a mile away. Jesus, Mary, and Josephine, I hope that's not a grave for many. Oh, you know what? I think it is. Listen to Paper Ghosts on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In this time of pandemic and revolution, do you find yourself frustrated at high levels of corruption and inequality? At our inability to get basic things done? At the persistence of systemic racism? You're not alone. I'm Baratunde Thurston, author, activist, and comedian. Our democratic experiment is at a tipping point, but which way we tip is up to us. Listen to How to Citizen with Baratunde on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.